following is a presentation of Main Street Preps, your source for high school sports in Middle Tennessee. Creekwood gets off a six-game losing streak to beat Hillwood 40-6. Dixon County loses to Smyrna 49-20. All the Cheatham teams were, were off in football last week. We've got a preview of the upcoming games. Also, bowling season started this year in Dixon, and uh, the Cheatham County soccer team is still, is still going in the playoffs. All that and more coming up. This is the Post-Exchange Sports Podcast, covering high school sports in Dixon and Cheatham Counties. Now, here's your host, Casey Patrick. So, last week I was at the, uh, I actually covered the Dixon game. I, I stayed here in town, just right down the road from my from my house. It's about a 10-minute drive, which was nice, because I had been spending the last month or so in Cheatham, uh, which which I love going down there and seeing those folks, but that's like an hour drive for me. So, uh, t- to stay at home this past week, uh, it got to see some people, a, a lot of people that I know. Uh, it was raining, so I hung out in the uh, press box, which I don't usually do, but uh, Dixon had a tough time. They had a really tough time against a really good Smyrna team, and uh, and I talked to Coach uh, Greg Burns afterwards, and and even he said that after we had a lightning delay and and it was raining, of course, and and after the rain really started to come down, he knew that his team was in trouble because his the easiest way for them to move the ball up and down the field was through the air, and uh, the, the rain really made that difficult for the Cougars on Friday night. But uh, they, they kind of hung with them there at the beginning. It, it was uh, they got down fourteen nothing, then were able to come back and tie it up fourteen fourteen, and then uh, Smyrna scored another touchdown right before the uh, uh, right before the lightning delay. Uh, but but after we got back and, and it had been raining, uh, Smyrna's Arian Carter, who was actually really fun to watch, and. Uh, I, I wound up following Friday night on on Twitter, uh, so I could tag him and how many and all the tweets because he seemed like he scored every other time I looked down at the field. But um, it, it, it he's a really good football player. Arian Carter is that the offensive line was getting so much pushed up front. They were doing that before it was even wet outside. So um, I, I kind of had a feeling that Smyrna was going to be able to win that game. But after it started raining, it it really. It really made it really difficult for Dixon to, to move the ball up and down the field. But uh, Arian Carter scored five touchdowns. Uh, the quarterback, Landon Miller, had two rushing touchdowns. So, uh, I mean, it, it all kind of makes sense. You know, anybody's got a brain understands how it works. You know, you're playing football and, and in training, you can't really throw the ball and it's easy to run and easier to run. And um, if your offensive line is pushing the defensive line down the field three or four yards on every play, you're – probably going to be all right and, and Smyrna was um but uh moving on to the other team in Dixon uh Creekwood actually traveled to Hillwood uh last Friday and um Creekwood who was one in six going into the game they got their first win in in six weeks uh which which is good good for them um Hillwood's not a very good team uh, everybody knows that but um either way it's it's still nice to it's still nice to get a good win <clears throat> It's still nice to to get the confidence boost. It, it's been a rough season for the Red Hawks. Uh, they've played a lot of really good teams, so just to be able to kind of um, get off the uh, get off that streak and and just get a win. I mean, you know, it's good for it's good for everybody involved. So uh, now Creekwood's got a uh, they got another chance this this week coming up. Uh, they play Glencliff, who is not very good. Uh, Glencliff lost earlier this year to Cheatham County Central, like fifty-five to seven or something like that. I mean, it's 
Um, Glencliff's just not a very strong team. The, at the time, at the, that first game of the year against Cheatham, they, they had like 17 kids on the roster. So hopefully, hopefully um, they've got a few more kids now because you don't want anybody to get hurt. Um, but but Creekwood should be able to to get a pretty easy win there. Um, oh, and by the way, all the Cheatham teams were off last week. Uh, but coming up, they've all got games this week, of course. Um, but uh, Creekwood at Glencliff, Dixon County is going to host Cane Ridge. It's another really tough, ta- really tough game for those guys. Um, Cane Ridge, they got a lot of athletes and they do a lot of things well. Uh, they're, I believe, they're five and three on the season. That may be wrong. Um, but uh, that that's going to be a hard game for Dixon to to win, although uh, it is at home. And if it's dry, man, that quarterback Colby Lambert. I mean, he's he's getting better with every game. So, you know, if if they get in a shootout, who knows what can happen? Um, so, uh, like I said, Dixon be at home. Creekwood's uh, Creekwood's on the road at Glencliff Friday night. Now for the Cheatham teams, uh, Harpeth is going to host Hickman. Hickman's three and five, uh, same record as Harpeth. Um, I'm kind of thinking that game's going to be pretty close. Uh, I, I don't know much about Hickman, so I don't, I don't want to sit here and act like I do. But um, the last time I saw Hickman was two years ago, and they had one kid on their team that was a pretty good athlete, played basketball, football, and he wound up running the Derrick Henry offense, uh, like in Yulee, that Derrick Henry ran in high school, where you just snap it to your best guy, just direct snap to him, and – he runs forward, and that's what Hickman County did two years ago. Uh, I don't even know if they have the same coach. I don't know if they have the same players, so there's no telling what they're going to run. Uh, but they are three and five, same record as Harpeth. That could be a close game. That that one will be in Kingston Springs. Uh, the Indians, who needed – honestly, quite honestly, they needed a bye week. Uh, I know some of the guys were banged up. Hayden Penrod had just come back from an injury. Uh, the, the sophomore quarterback, Penrod, has been exceptional, especially this second half of the year uh, when he was on the field. Uh, so Harpeth getting some time off, good for them. Uh, that that should be an opportunity for, for Harpeth to – I mean, they might get that fourth win and they, they might start to really uh, sneak their way into – um, I, you know, I don't know what the rest of the region looks like. They might already have a playoff spot. They may not have a chance. But if, if they can win this game and then possibly win uh, the 10th game and go 500, I mean, 5-5 five and five might put them in the playoffs. Uh, Sycamore will be on the road at Fairview. That is a very tough game. Sycamore has not been very good this year. I, I like Coach Harrison. I like the kids on the team. Uh, I like the, the defensive coordinator, uh, Coach Little John. I've I've known him, and he's always been a, a an open and welcoming guy since since I've been working uh, for the Cheatham County Exchange. I I like Sycamore. I really do. They are struggling this year, and um, I, I think it's just going to take some time to build the right culture that Coach Harrison wants. I think it's just going to take some time to get the right kids in, and right now is just not that time. Uh, that now that when you compound that with the fact that Fairview. Coach Chris Hughes out there has built a program that is enviable by just about any other program in the state. Uh, all they do is win. Uh, they, they keep showing up every year. It doesn't matter who's on the team. They find kids that can play football, and they win a lot of games. And Chris Hughes is a good coach. And this year's no different. Fairview's 5-3. and three. They've played a few tougher opponents this year because of the, the whole – uh, region rezoning or whatever you want to call it. Um, but Sycamore at Fairview, 
that's going to be a really tough game for Sycamore to win. Um, yeah, I, man, I kind of feel bad for him. Hopefully, though, after the week off, um, I, I know there are no real moral victories, but you could legitimately have one here. I mean, you can legitimately have a moral victory in this second Sycamore game for the War Eagles because they've had a lot of things just not go their way this year. And if if they're if they're healthy and they've had a week off and and the coaches have had some time to look at the look at the tape, maybe they can go out there and play a really good game against Fairview. Um, I don't know if they can win. I don't think they can win. Uh, I, I mean, Fairview is obviously the favorite in my eyes. But uh, if Sycamore can play a good game and really start to build some momentum for uh, the last game of the year and and on into next season. That that may be something that could really help that program. So a big week coming up, regardless. Uh, Cheatham County Central will be hosting Waverly. Waverly is one of my surprises this year. Of course, we all know they went through the uh, the catastrophic event with, with the um, <clears throat> uh, flood and and uh, you know Tennessee. The, the Titans allowed them to play on their field, and and I know everybody's kind of followed their situation all year long. Um, now here's the thing though, um, people have completely missed, I mean, and don't get me wrong. The flood is very important. I understand that. I'm not trying to take away, but everybody kind of seems to keep their, um, attention on the fact that it was a really bad event. People are missing the fact that Waverly is six and one. And they, the, I think the one loss they have, they barely lost the White House, maybe seven and one, six and one, something like that. But they barely lost the White House, which is a really darn good program. Waverly is really good. They're really good. Uh, they, they put, they put a beat down on uh, Sycamore earlier this year. And that was two, like oh, two weeks after the flood. And, um, those kids had had like two days worth of practice. They hadn't been able to, uh, they had so much stuff going against them, and they beat Sycamore like forty-three to twenty-six. I think they've got a Waverly's got a heck of a football team. Very impressive. It's a very good football team, and, and like I said, I understand that. I mean that the rain and the flood and all that—that's just it's awful, and it was awful for that community. And, and, but sometimes when people think about this program, they think about the fact, oh, they played on the Titans field and they've been through so much this year, and which all that's 100% true. Makes it even more amazing in the fact that they're really good and, and they show up every week and play really good football. So uh, that one's going to be tough for Cheatham, although Cheatham has played really well here in week, in, in uh, recent weeks, uh, including a 7-0 to loss to White House Heritage where – Coach Halstead told me he felt like the Cubs outplayed White House Heritage. So, um, starting off there, that was good. Uh, the The week before um, last week when they were off, they played uh, Sycamore at home, beat them 18-7. to The last few weeks, they've been playing better football. Um, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I feel like Waverly's been good all year. They've got really good talent. Uh, Cheatham uh, – Cheetah might give them a run. You know, I, I really don't know. I haven't got to see Waverly. Uh, I, I listened to their one game on, on Titans Radio uh, with Mike Keith and, and Coach Mack. Uh, that was fun to listen to uh, when they were playing White House in Nissan Stadium. I, I listened to that game on the radio. And um, 
and I was not at the Sycamore game. We actually sent one of our good writers instead of me. <laughs> that, that, that was a good story, so they wanted to send an ace up there instead of instead of me. So, I, hey, I get that. I agreed with it. Um, so I, di- I didn't get to see that game. I haven't seen Waverly play, but if you, if you look at anything, the stats they're putting up, the teams they're beating, the way they're playing, you can tell they're a good football team. It's going to be really rough for Cheatham this year, uh, this this week, um, but they're playing better, and they've got some kids that can really play. Um, Noah Orange at running back was was impressive against Sycamore two weeks ago. Uh, Cooper Owen, who is impressive all the time. I mean, the kid's done everything for this team for the last two or three years now, and um, I mean, he's a senior. They're going to find somebody else to take kind of lean on, but um, he's he's a heck of an athlete. Plays baseball too. Good kid. He always, every time he sees me, he comes up and he asks me how I'm doing. Um, which you know, kids don't have to talk to me to be good kids, but it, you can tell uh, the way he treats other people, uh, especially his elders. Um, even though I'm not that old, I am his elder by quite a bit. But uh, he comes up, he treats me with respect. Good kid. He, he's done a lot of good things for Cheatham County. Um, so I mean, he's playing really well. Ty Cunningham's playing well. Um, they've got uh, Ty Darius and Eric Bright, who are cousins, I believe. Uh, two young men that that play really good football. Um, I could go through the whole roster. They they've got a huge. They've got a few kids that have been huge so far this year. Really stepped up for the Cubs. So uh, interested to see how that game kind of plays out. Um, would love to see Cheatham pull another one out and really. I mean, they can really start to build some major momentum going into next year. Even though they will be out of, uh, they won't have Cooper Owen. Uh, they do have quite a bit of other kids on that team that are uh, talented, including Ty Darius Bright, the kid I just brought up a minute ago. He's a freshman quarterback. He's got a little bit of playing time this year, but uh, uh, he he could be a big part of their team next year. And uh, that's actually all the football we've got coming up this week. Uh, but uh, so far earlier this week. Uh, Dixon County and Creekwood have both started their bowling season already. Uh, both got started on Monday night. Uh, both had very convincing wins. Dixon County, uh, I believe, it was eighteen to five for the boys and thirteen to ten for the girls over Portland. Um, I believe that's what it was. I, t- I talked to Coach Joey Malone yesterday, uh, and and one of the one of their bowlers actually came by uh, Bowl Arena. Um, that Dixon bowls at Thunder Alley. They came by Bowl Arena. And um, he, he comes by a, a lot, and, he, and, you know, he likes to talk. And uh, uh, he told us that uh, their boys' team bowled a 252 Baker. Uh, Baker's it's, – it's a weird game where you have one bowler that bowls separate frames, and I, I, we legitimately do not have enough time for me to explain how the scoring system on that works. But um, it's, it's a new kind of scoring system where you have five people that bowl two frames each throughout the game. Um, and, and Dixon bowled 252 in one of those games, which is very, very impressive. Uh, but a good start for the Cougars to get out. And, and man, I love bowling season. And and y'all that know me, you know I love bowling season. I, I coach the Creekwood bowling team. Um, our, our probably most heated rival is is White House. Uh, they're in our district. Um, the, and I say our. I can actually say our now because I am a part of this team. Uh, while I'm also reporting about it. Um, but uh, I, I'll be honest, as a coach, and this is – I guess this is good because you're kind of getting a coach's interview as well. Uh, as an assistant coach, I, I kind of help out the boys. I didn't really know what to expect. 
I love my team. I've got good kids. I really like the kids on my team, but I had no idea what to expect. But Creekwood really came out yesterday, and and they completely surprised me with with not just the bowling. I, I can tell that the kids have talent, but how they put it together, how they rooted for each other last night, how they were actually able to uh, – they kept each other going. It, it seemed like they wanted to do well, not only for themselves, but the people around them. Uh, and, and that was really fun to watch. Um, as a coach, you see – you see these kids and you see other coaches and just everybody in the program, you see a lot of people that put in a whole lot of time to be as good as they can be. And I, I, it's just the first game, but when you kind of see the the culmination of that or um, the fruit of uh, – what do they call it? Fruits of labor. Uh, you, I mean, when you finally see everything kind of come together, it, it's um, – it's really fantastic, and it's fun to watch as a coach because, I mean, you see a lot of people putting in a lot of work, and, and they deserve to be awarded for everything that they've done, and those kids were awarded last night uh, on Monday night, and they play, they bowled so well. Um, they had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun as a coach. Um, I always have fun coaching. It, it, it's, it's a really – it's a blessing that I get to do it, to be honest, but – um, Creekwood was able to get out uh, one to nothing, uh, 1-0 on the season, uh, beat White House 20-3, both our boys and girls. Um, boys were able to just – they got out to a big lead early and they kept their foot on the gas. Every single boy on the bowling team got to bowl some meaningful starting time last night. That's a huge – that's a huge deal to me because even those young men that have just started in the program, they deserve an opportunity to bowl. The girls uh, came back from a huge deficit in one of the Baker games. Uh, White House went spare first frame, four strikes in a row. Uh, the Creekwood girls had had just a few uh, uh, frames there where uh, it you know things weren't really going their way. But starting starting in that fifth frame, Creekwood just they 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 put their foot down. The girls did. They started striking. Come back to beat White House that game by about eleven pins. Absolutely a uh, huge. That's a backbreaker. Uh, as if, if you're White House, you're up that much, and, and you lose that game. That's a backbreaker. Um, a huge moment, huge momentum, and, and uh, momentum changer for for Creekwood. Uh, it was it was really fun to watch as a coach. Um, but uh, a bowling season is off to a bang with both of the Dixon Dixon schools in Dixon County and Creekwood. Uh, which is good. Like I said, I talked to Coach Malone. He's very happy. He's happy that his girls were were able to get a win. It's it's been a long time since since they've been able to to get a win uh, with with girls teams dropping like flies, especially in the district. There's just not an opportunity to to bowl a lot of girls games. And what what winds up happening is the only teams that do have girls, the, the only schools that do have girls teams. Uh, usually tend to have really good girls teams. And Dixon has been putting in a lot of work here lately, um, uh, both boys and girls, but for the girls to, to finally, again, seeing the fruits of their labor, that they're putting in hard work uh, to, to see them be able to get out there and, and get a win for the first time in, in quite a bit it is awesome. And, and Coach Malone was very excited about that when I talked to him last night. Um, I think Creek – I don't know the Dixon schedule off the top of my head. Um, I – uh, I only know like a few schedules, and e- even those are hard to remember. 
Um, but the Creekwood bowling schedule, I believe, we're off for two weeks now, which is weird. Uh, but then we'll bowl uh, the not the upcoming Monday, but next Monday after that. I believe that's the next time we bowl. I may not be right. I don't know. I kind of just fly around, see to my pants. Um, this this whole thing called life is kind of nuts to me. Uh, I don't I don't really like routine or planning or doing anything. Like I said, I just go do whatever needs to be done when it needs to be done. Um, but other than that, uh, just a few things and we'll be done. Cheatham County Central, uh, they've got soccer on Tuesday, October 19th, I believe. Yes, Tuesday, October 19th. That should be, I believe, the semifinal round of region. Oh, I knew all this. I knew all this. And then I went on my little tangent for bowling, so my brain is scrambled now. That tells you I like, I do like bowling. <laughs> um, but Cheatham County Central has a soccer game Tuesday night. I, I believe it's against Kulioka. It should be at home. I, I think I heard somebody say they're actually going to play on the football field, which is actually really neat. That's cool for those girls to, you know, to, to not have to go to the middle school to play. Um. But that will be Tuesday, October 19th. I think I'm going to be there. I'm pretty sure that's where I'm going. Um, I don't know. Like I just told y'all, I'm flying around. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'll just I'll just go do whatever I can do. Uh, other than that, we've got basketball season coming up. Usually starts in November. Uh, if you look for the Dixon Post or the Team Caddy Exchange or you follow either one of them on Facebook, we are going to start having some uh, basketball previews coming up starting – next uh next tuesday and wednesday when those papers come out um and we're gonna we're gonna start having some previews for the basketball season come up uh we've got some new coaches in in the area including steve dodd uh leaving sycamore um and now he's at dixon county and sycamore has added fisher bailey who was a former war eagle uh younger coach sycamore uh, getting younger on, on the coaching end um, I think that's all the coaching changes for basketball. Well, of course, Dixon, they, they lost, uh, coach Hal Merle. Uh, he's going to go coach girls at forest high school, which, um, I don't know. That seems kind of weird to me. I like coach Merle, but I don't know. I don't really know why he left Dixon boys to go coach forest girls. It's strong program, nothing against forest, but I'm pretty sure he has to drive further away. Uh, I may be wrong. I don't know. Probably should have asked him that whenever he left. Uh, There's another story I didn't write. Oh, well. Um, Yeah, that's about all we've got this week. Um, Like I said, we've got some basketball previews coming up. Bowling just started. We've still got Cheatham County soccer playing. They're playing really well. Uh, All the football teams are back in action this week. Make sure you tune in next week. We're going to have all this action and some more. We're going to talk about everything else coming up. Uh, Thank you. This has been the Post Exchange Podcast. Uh, Have a wonderful evening. You've been listening to the Post Exchange Podcast, your source for high school sports in Dixon and Cheatham Counties with your host, Casey Patrick. For more on high school sports in Middle Tennessee, visit MainStreetPreps.com.